Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We talked about this just a little bit earlier, but we need to start now with the. Uh, if, is anybody watching? Uh, Dwight, you're probably not doing this. Your wife might be watching the SEC coaches media day. Don't for anybody, football. Nobody say a word. I'm taping it. No, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Susan is. Yeah, Dave. Not a second. I haven't watched a second of these things in years. Sasquatch. I couldn't care less, even though I've been told that it means more. Okay. If you watch, well, and you're right, too. They're obsessed with it. It's God and football in the South. That's it. So, And uh, God may actually play for Alabama. That's There's right. some doubt well, about that. he believes he's God, certainly. All right. So uh, I made sorry, if you watch, If you watch the SEC media days or you watch any press conference, Dave and I got out of sports um, – just in time because we were just sick of the double talk and the coaches' insane narcissism, and they uh, at some point when you're at a major college uh, university, you make so much money and you're under so much pressure, and you're kowtowing to 18-year-old kids and 16-year-olds in their living rooms, and then you have millionaire boosters. You've become a crazy person. There's a disconnect. Imme- There's an immediate disconnect almost. And guess who that reminds me of? Uncle Rico? Politicians. Oh. I, I, no, listen. S- senators and congressmen, right? They've become insane. And they don't even realize how the regular world works. As you know, my wife, Susan Tyler Witten, is running for uh, the state house. Yeah. I thought that in order to be in politics, former Dwight thought, well, you had to be this brilliant, studied, you know, politics whole bit. Uh-oh. The more, what are more, you doing? The more and more politicians that I've met. Yes, yes. You would right. not believe them. I'm like, wait. Am I actually smarter than that person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say that about nobody when right. I walk away from I'd, a conversation. I've had more productive conversations with my five-year-old as he's throwing Play-Doh at the wall than I have with some politicians. It, it, okay. it, it's unbelievable, some of these politicians. Well, Tony, why did you come to this conclusion? Why did, you, why did this set you off? Yeah. So I see this quote yesterday from, from Alabama football god Nick Saban. They're hmm. on your side. Yes. yes. I've always been an advocate for playing in-state schools. End quote. Alabama has not played a single in-state school in non-conference play in the 15 years he's been the head coach. This is what drives me crazy about politicians and head coaches. You just said something was just flat-out false, Dave. Now, he plays Auburn every year. That's a good conference, though. So, but I know, but what are you going to – I mean, UAB, who are we talking about? That he's avoiding here. Uh, I, again, uh, there's pl- plenty of football teams in Alabama. Don't say the state. Are you what, Troy or are you, UAB? I Troy's mean, who's a hell of a football team? So UAB's play, coming so back. So play Western Kentucky instead of Troy? Is that what your argument is? That's what we're saying. They play Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech. 
or whatever, yeah. then play the Troys of the world. Yeah, they might be not might not be a great program. Play but, UAB, but, but, but he's saying there's something about doing that. Yeah, he's state. like, oh, I'm an advocate for yes. it. You've I mean, never played any of them. I mean, look at Kentucky. Every year on homecoming, they play like some school that has like 12 students. The Washington Generals. Yeah. Because they have to get that W for bowl eligibility. It's that Washington Generals. That's right. So you got the Nick Sabins of the world, which are the the Mitch McConnells, right? The guys mm-hmm. that have been there forever, the turtle, greatest turtle. of all time guys, or, right? And then you get these yahoos you see from you know Mississippi and West Virginia. You've got Leach. Where is even Leach? Is he? Which school is he at? Now? He's at one of the Mississippi. Mississippi the, State now. Mississippi State. Yeah, he really sucks. His his Lane pre- Lane Kiffin is at Ole Miss. Le- Leach oh. sucks. Oh damn it! it That's dog? pretty good. Oh, hey. You know what? Okay, thanks. I think that's $2 out of the no, jar. No, no, he's talking about the SEC. It means more. It's $4. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Oh. $4. Wow, You're payday. bleeding us out here, Squatch. Uh, well, it's not my fault it means more. And so he's the other guy. You see politicians, to your point, to where you see him talk on TV, and you're like, my fifth grader talks right. better than you do. So Leach is up there going, uh, you know what I want to do? And we're like, okay, what do you want to do? I want to kill the man that invented the tie. He was like, it's choking me all the time. You got to tie a knot. I'm kind of with him there. And after you tie the knot, then it, like, bunches up. And, you know, you shave right there, too, so it kind of makes it all You don't even own any ties anymore. No, listen. You know how General Cortez burned his boats? He said, well, we're here. You might as well fight. Damn right. Tony said, when we get this six to eight show, burn your boats. Yes. And that's what I did. I I, I, I don't think that it was General Cortez, but you're rolling. So please proceed. <laughs> when the Germans burned their boats. That's right. When they were going to fight Cortez. Wasn't that, wasn't that Cortez? Uh, uh, no, I think it was Enrico Palazzo. Oh. Uh, he burned it? the boats to give his men uh, motivation yeah, to make it right. work on the island. Yeah. And then he said, let them eat cake. Right. Yes. And then he said, on end the of quote. <laughs> and then the repeat skipper line. and the Gilligan. Repeat line. Repeat line. You just mix Biden and, and Bush together. <laughs> well, they're kind of similar. Kinda so I don't watch yeah. anything the coaches do. When's the last time you've gotten anything interesting aside from the Saban Jimbo Fisher flap a few weeks back? That was and that wasn't even a media day. That was just but, the two of them yelling at each other through press conferences. But coaches shows, it's all just coach speak. I haven't watched any of this stuff for years. Uh, again, nothing uh, out of it. Uh, again, it's what it, yes. I've been vindicated. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Will, Will Clark is going to be wrong. He wasn't a general. Wait a minute. Where's the? Oh, wait a minute. So I'm not entirely not wrong. Not entirely wrong. Okay. In 1519, Spanish captain H A O C H E R N Bojangles Cortez. There you go. Landed I... on the shores of the it's, New World, it's Mexico. It's still wrong. It's not Bojangles Bo Cortez. You were wrong. Admit you're wrong, Will. He it's was partially cap- right. It was Captain Cortez. Say, say, Dwight was partially right. No, I'm not giving him credit. Oh, come on, man. Uh, you get the dictionary thrown at you again. No, don't do I'm that. I'm sorry. No! Tony, you can't do no! that, man. You're going to oh. hurt the dictionary. It's all right. That's a $15 dictionary, man. If not Dwight hurt. can if pull out corner, a factoid from 1519, you deserve credit, my friend. Thank well, you. I, I, it's partially because the only place we vacation is Mexico. <laughs> he read it on the plaque at the airport. <laughs> That's right. Hey, 1519 hey, with the honey, little come over here. Take my picture next to this painting. It's some guy burning the ship. <laughs> The day before Dwight ended up on a ship. (laughs) I watched the uh, police footage of the shootout at Shawnee Park, and a couple of things jumped out at me. One was that the guy that got shot in the chest 
is the guy that administered all of the aid to the guy, wow. to the bad guy. Wow. <laughs> it's like... Alleged bad guy. Okay. No bad guy. How, how, oh, hey, oh, listen, yeah. you know when you go to CVS and you say, hey, CVS, I want to buy this uh, pack of gum. And you buy the I pack generally of gum. don't tell them. I just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they say, okay, here's your receipt. And it's about 15 feet long, yeah. those CVS yeah. receipts. Yeah. That's this guy's rap sheet. Yeah, he's bad guy. He's yeah, a bad dude. Yeah, he has made a uh, plethora of mistakes. So that's the thing that jumped out at me was that he stayed so calm even though he got shot in the chest twice. And then uh, one of the other cops says they're they're calling. So he, They say radio, so they're calling for him. Yeah. Because so he's in pursuit. So he grabs his radio and he looks down and he goes, I've been shot twice. And he's in a very calm voice right. and going through the field. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, when you watch the video, yeah. you have to really slow it down to even see the shot. Yeah, like, oh, he doesn't, it, like he doesn't Like, he doesn't reel back or anything. Uh, I don't think he – I mean, you can't tell if he makes any other noise because he's running. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know – we can relate to this as fats. I mean, a lot of huffing and yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's what I here's what I can't understand. We had the media in this town downing the officers over that shooting. Two officers are shot. A bad guy with a rap sheet a mile long, longer than that dictionary. Responsible right for deaths. Responsible for Plural. deaths has already shot in two officers, and the media are scrutinized these officers. That's total BS. Now I read something yesterday where they're going to be looking into the Shawnee shooting. At what point... Who's looking into the Shawnee? The Inspector General. The Inspector General. So at what point... Colonel Larry. God bless our officers of LMPD, the men and women. At what point can you shoot a very bad person... And not be vilified. It's all on tape. It's all there it's for all you right. to see. There's the only criticism I have is Lee's apparently a much better shot. Well, listen, here, here's, yeah. here's the thing. Now they're saying, well, why do you get him in a circle? And all this stupid crap. A circle? Shoot each other? Listen. Hey, why don't you do this? If you're such a, an expert in law enforcement, LMPD's hiring, dumbasses. Go lace up yourself. And then one of them pulls out a guitar and goes, Kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> LMPD. Well, you, well, you, are, you are allowed to shoot evildoers, but you have to open up a ticket with the inspector general. <laughs> <laughs> Someone from the help desk out in Idaho hey. will reach out to you. Even though that is an inside joke, <laughs> that's $5 out of the bad joke jar. Evildoers. Listen. So the, the, you know, you'll be uh, told if you've been authorized to shootificate. <laughs> I heard last night that Seattle was down to 900 officers. The city of Seattle, city of Seattle, deserves every single thing that they get. Well, didn't they so lose California? Didn't they lose a police station to the? Yeah, they what, gave it over. What was that stupid demilitarized zone? The Boz or oh, something? Yeah, the Nas or something? I'd like. I like the Nas. It was mostly peaceful arson, though. Squatch. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, as long as you cook marshmallows over it, I think it's peaceful. Yeah, uh, I know when, uh, was it Bloomberg? Who was, who was mayor of New York when they cleaned up Times Square? Was, that was Giuliani. It was Rudy. Giuliani. Yeah, yeah it's Giuliani. Rudy. It was Giuliani. Rudy before he started showing up at Lawn Care Center. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's the wrong four seasons, sir. Just set it up. Um, <laughs> so he used, there's, there's stories that he used to just take buses down to Times Square, load up the homeless, and just drive them out of town and let them go out in the st- – Well, <laughs> listen. Our- this is your stop. <laughs> what do you mean this is my stop? This is your new home. Bye-bye. Uh, Turn uh, the bus around. Uh, and we got more and brought them. Well, Louisville's mayor, Mayor Dumbass, 
does something similar. Oh, he, at Derby time. He takes buses, and he goes to other cities and gets homeless and brings them into Louisville. <laughs> they're doing that now with the migrants on the border. They're bringing them to New York and D.C. And, and they're, they're getting mad, yeah. And the mayors are complaining. We can't handle this. Well, well, oh, leave them all in Texas, well, huh? Yeah, I, right. I, I thought this was funny because when we were in Chicago over the weekend, and everybody's saying we're, we're little Chicago and all that, and you're kind of, okay, whatever. Every other train stop is a tourism ad for Visit Louisville. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Every, they've got, like, subway cars that are wrapped like bourbon barrels of Visit Louisville. Visit Louisville. We're less murderous. <laughs> we kill slightly fewer people than where you're currently at. <laughs> per capita, we'll get back to you on that. All right. All right. Enough of all that stuff. Let's have a joke of the day. All right. If we have one. Trying to find it. Yeah, he's trying to find it now. It. Uh, is, it a, is it a guest joke? Yes, I can't find the listener's name. Oh, damn it. All right. Okay. Uh, the, cape, the listener, I'm sorry I can't credit you on this. Okay. All right. So father's sitting on the couch. Yeah. Little boy comes. Hey, hey. Hey. Uh, Talk yeah. to us. Hey, fellas. Hey. Hey, hey D-bag for getting us. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, so fa- father's sitting on the couch. Son runs up and goes, hey, Dad, I watched, I watched a, a guy do 50 push-ups all in a row. Can you do that? That's when the dad goes, son, I want to brag, but I could watch a guy do 100 push-ups. That is your joke of the day. (laughs) I'll credit you when I find you. Yeah, that's right. Sasquatch, keep an eye on the news. All right. right. Uh, It is July, Thursday, July 21st. Hey, let's uh, let's y'all bust your groove right here. Uh, Did you put in a ticket first? Yeah, put on a a mask. Yes, yes. News Radio 840 WHAS. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. W-H-A-S. Ooh-wee, baby, the Black Crows on News Radio 840 W-H-A-S. That's Tony Vanetti. That's Dave Jennings. I'm Dwight Witness. We're rolling on through Baby Friday here. Chief Rick Sanders is going to join the show in just a little bit. I want to say hi, thank you, and hi to the group over at Simon Med Imaging. Had to get an MRI, just get some stuff checked out yesterday. Met three people there. That's actually, an OBGYN practice, correct? Yes. No, actually, they do have a women's yeah. center. I went, to, I went to the Everybody Center, right, but right, right. had to get an MRI. Uh, guy by the name of Nicholas, he meets me out in the parking lot. I didn't have a car yet. You know how sometimes you go, like, often, more times than not, when you have a medical issue and you're getting something done, they say, here, get here at 3. Yeah. And there you sit till 3.30. Yeah, yeah. And none of that. He met me out in the parking lot. My appointment was 3. I was in the MRI at 3. Uh, they were just outstanding. Also, Stacy uh, Hoagland and Kirk McCauley, I'm, uh, I met out there. I mean, just great cool. people. So thank you for my MRI. Uh, it could be a possibility that Walt Disney's last words were what? What do you think? Um, <laughs> right. You're stepping on my hose. It's, <laughs> Mickey uh, Mouse stepped on his hose. There was that. Well, he always had it out for him. Uh, <laughs> Give it. Walt. Walt Disney's last words really could have been Kurt Russell. What? Well, well my, huh. my, 
Kurt Russell, or uh, Walt Disney loved the child actor Kurt Russell. Matter of fact, he starred in Everything. about a dozen. D- world's well, strongest boy, right, world's yeah, fastest yeah, yeah. boy, world's the smartest guy. Smartest right. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he actually signed into a 10-year contract. Walt Disney was diagnosed with lung cancer after doctors discovered a walnut-sized tumor. Uh, after his long, lifelong smoker, Disney, Walt Disney preferred cigarettes without filters. Uh, rumor is that on his deathbed, his last breaths were Kurt Russell. Walt, you need to smoke without filters. That's what Pluto does. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you're Kurt Russell, what that makes you feel like. Like, what? What? Wow. What? <laughs> I also want to say happy birthday to uh, law enforcement, uh, uh, our friend of the show. Yes. Lamont Washington. Lamont. How old is Lamont? LMPD. Uh, Lamont Washington with LMPD turns uh, 63 today. Wow. I know. Wow. Looks great for 63. 63 years old. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so uh, I think we're going to get Brad Garrett on uh, here in a second. Brad's got a story with ABC News about one of the biggest heists ever, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Is that what we're going to talk about here? It's it's pretty bad. Uh, Brad Garrett, just to give some background on him, uh, former FBI, his his nickname was Dr. Death. Whenever he showed up to a scene. Let's bring him in now. Let's do it right now. Hey, Brad Garrett, how are you? Brad, what's going on, bud? Good. Hey, listen, man, we're doing fantastic here in Kentucky, a little hot. But listen, man, every time my wife and Susan and I want to watch a movie, we always want to get these action movies where they're pulling off this great big heist like a bank or a Brinks truck or something like that. And I always wonder, can something like that be done? Well, in L.A., we're looking at something like this, a $150 million Brinks jewelry heist. What what happened, man? Well, we don't really know because L.A., the L.A. Sheriff's Office and the FBI are jointly working this. This occurred outside L.A., uh, looks like in sort of a mountainous area off of the I-5. Uh, the Brinks truck had left San Mateo, California, just south of San Francisco, moving the jewelry from one jewelry slash gem show up there, to one in the convention center in Pasadena. And so they obviously got, what, almost 90% there. They pulled over to this rest stop, and they got robbed. The question is, how did they get robbed? Right. You know, were they, were they part of the robbery? Uh, there's some information. They may have left the truck to go inside, and somebody broke into it. I mean, those trucks aren't, you know, they don't have little U-locks on them that you can, like, cut and go in, I assume, that you would have to have at least the right equipment if you're going to break through their locks. But be that what it may, they get robbed at that location. Um, the initial reporting was 30 to of what was aboard the truck was stolen. I, I find that a little interesting. If you're going to steal it, why not steal all of it? Right. In time. It could have been that they were searching for specific things. Um, But, you know, these things, assuming this is a professional robbery, which it has that feel to it, you would have to have done surveillance. You would have had to have a team follow that truck down the I-5 and figure out the best time place to rob it. Um, Oh, my gosh. Brad Garrett's been kidnapped. 
Oh, no, Brad. No, he's right. I mean, look, that's, it's not dumb and dumber having a hot dog at the rest stop and says, ooh, they left the truck unlocked and just grabbed it. It's obviously, was it, 99 out of 100 times? It's an inside job. That's where I was getting at. Yeah, it's an inside it, job. Somebody that works there. You, you would have to know, wouldn't you? Somebody would have to say, hey, this particular run has $150 million of jewels. Because a lot of times they're just going from a hopping shop to somewhere. You know, well, don't you also have to know someone to sell that jewelry to? It's not cash. You can't just put it in the, in your <laughs> under your mattress and sit on it for a while and spend it as right. it goes. You've got to find somebody that's willing to buy this jewelry, correct? What's, what's interesting, too, is there was just a, a couple of thieves caught in the Balkans. They stole millions of dollars of wine. And art thieves, jewel... We, right. we tend to root for these people, don't we, for some I, reason? I, as I long do. as they don't kill anybody? Uh. There, there is a certain part of you that is kind of like, oh, it's like a movie. They're, they're the it's a cat, Thomas Crown they're the, affair. Yeah, yeah, they're the cat burglar. Well, yeah. Do you all remember the local guy here? They found his Brinks truck, and, yes. and he was missing, and they thought he had been kidnapped. He said, yeah, he, he was actually the claim guy. or allegedly claimed that he was kidnapped or something? Yeah, I think it was so. a really weird story. I can't story. remember that case. Uh, but, yes, so because you, you make movies about that. The movie Heat. With uh, local star Ashley Judge. She played Val Kilmer's wife in that movie. It starts with them, the big, remember the big truck? They run into, right. the, the, the Brinks truck is coming out, and they run into it. It goes on its side. They blow out the side of it to get inside just to get the money. And that's a heck of a scene to start a movie with. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but that's, that's. All the Oceans movies? Yes. Yeah, but all, right. the, all the armored car heists, they've always been fascinating when, when we're watching something. One of these shows, because, you know, you'll see the, uh, they're stuck in traffic all of a sudden, and here come the clown mask on or whatever. Right. Yeah, you know, but with this, they had to know specifically. That that truck was marked for 150 million, I would think, because why would you waste? You wouldn't just rob any random Brinks truck because they could have just dropped the load. Uh, <laughs> pun intended. I'm yeah. going to say that there is a lot of these heists that go unreported. That they don't. That doesn't make the media because these are really rich people. They're embarrassed. They don't want the media to find out. And if we let it out to the media, is it a possibility the person gets away and they get tipped off? Right. What about the drivers? Because the drivers got to be thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to be." Oh, hey, hey, Brad. Uh, sorry, I'm we, back. We thought you might have got kidnapped. Hey, listen, this has to be an inside job, right? If they were just robbing a brakes t- truck hap- haphazardly, they could have just dropped off a load of cash, and it could have been empty. So, if you were a betting man. Would you bet that this was an inside job, at least partially? A maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Okay. Certainly, I have, I have worked a number of armored car robberies, and many of them were inside jobs. However, this you, this you could figure out from the stand, standpoint of the following. Obviously, where gym and jewelry shows are held would be public information, right? You uh-huh. could pull that up. And, and these guys knew that there was this jewelry gym show in San Mateo, and maybe they did surveillance there, knowing that that Brinks had the contract to to move the jewels and that that there was another show scheduled uh, in Pasadena that the Brinks truck at some point with enough time to drive and unload would travel from San Mateo. So you'd have to do surveillance. So 
the truck leaves, again, this is if it's not an inside job. If it's an inside job, he's just calling it out where he's going. But the point being, surveillance team, you follow them down, you figure out the right place or, or the, the easier place to potentially rob them, and you rob them. Uh, and then the story kind of goes, as I explained before, we uh, lost the line. So, you know, that is one scenario. I was asked earlier, I think by the Los Angeles station, about could this have just been a random robbery? And I said, well, I guess it could. But, you know, who's got the tools in the trunk of their car to break into the back of a brakes truck? Uh, those kind of things, I don't, you know, it it. It, it really has more of the flavor mm-hmm. of, the, of an organized robbery, but, but you know, the, the sheriff's office and the FBI are not talking, and, and I wouldn't be either because you're trying to follow up leads that you have. So, Brad, when you, when you steal millions of dollars in jewels or a Fabergé egg or millions of dollars in artwork or the wine thieves that just got caught in the Balkans, who are the buyers for these goods? Correct. Are these, are these rich people with yes. human heads in their secret room? <laughs> can be a combination of all of the above. For example, I, I don't know that there's any artwork. This is all gems, watches, high-end Rolexes. Uh, did they steal Rolexes? I don't know. You know, they, those can be traced through serial numbers, etc. Many of the high-end gems and jewels will have serial numbers on them. But let's face it, if, if this is like, and I'm making this up, it, it's in some Eastern European country, and the jewelers are going to town, melting down, removing stones, and then placing them into new settings. Um, and then they're resold. I mean, what's the odds of someone at the other end of that running the serial number to see if it's stolen? And the other question is, have the serial numbers actually been put into a database where somebody can check them? That's a separate issue. But the point being that, you know, some version of that can well happen if this robbery went down like we think it may have gone down. But so that's how you that's how you move it. But you the problem is it takes so many moving parts to pull off one of these robberies. You'd have to have a surveillance team. You'd have to have a team that then moved it from from the you know do the robbery, get the gems, have a place you could immediately offload them into a plane, into something that then gets them out of Southern California. Um and then have a connection on the other end to break them down, as I described. That's a, that's a lot of people. When you have a lot of people involved in a crime, your odds of getting caught go up with each person you add. Well, let's let's talk about that for a second. We're speaking with Brad Garrett, former FBI, uh, about this $150 million uh, Brinks truck uh, robbery. Listen, how successful are most of these robberies, meaning – how often do they get away with them? Do they mo- mo- more times than not are they caught, or more times than not do they get away with? Them? And Brad, we kind of well, we kind of root for these people too to kind of dovetail on that. Do you feel guilty when you catch them? Uh, no, <laughs> I've, I've never felt guilty. I mean, because you know, you're the one who committed the crime. I didn't, right? Right. I mean, right. I, I, you know, and I'll, I'll I'll treat you with the respect and try to get you to talk to me and do all that stuff. But it's you know, it's all about you. It's not about me. So. Uh, so to answer your question, I don't know the percentage. I think I, all I can tell you is I don't think I worked in the 20-plus years I was in the FBI, and I worked a number of armored car robberies that we didn't catch all of those folks. Now, those were local groups, sometimes inside job, 
they were stealing money, uh, and we, 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 we figured those out. If you're a professional thief, that's a different story. You know, you may have come in from the outside to commit this robbery. There's all sorts of possibilities here that could make uh, – it could cause law enforcement – uh, because them to take more time to figure out exactly what happened. He is Brad Garrett, former FBI, a.k.a. Dr. Death. Listen, keep us informed on this, and we can't wait to hear back from you. Hey, thanks so much, Brad Garrett. Thank you, sir. Speaking You're of welcome. Law, Take care. All righty. Speaking of law enforcement, 10.05 every Thursday, Cops Rock, and we have a special guest. It's Chief Rick Sanders this morning. We'll be talking to him right now. i got to tell you. I got to tell you about Southern Comfort Hot Tubs, baby. Oh, man, my wife Susan and I, ever since we've been married, we've had a Southern Comfort Hot Tub. This year, we decided why not upgrade. The prices were just too darn good. So we did. We upgraded all the bells and whistles. And now we have a vacation in our own backyard every single night. You can, too. Southern Comfort Hot Tubs has the summer sale going on right now. And here's what Susan and I did. We took advantage of 12 months same as cash. We had a down payment. We put that down. Now we have a brand new hot tub. Folks, if you don't know the joys of taking the ones that you love in the hot tub and having no cell phones, no tablets, no televisions, just you and the one you love, you're missing out. Also, Google, do your own due diligence, and Google health benefits of a hot tub. You're going to be amazed. Then run down to 7501 Preston Highway Southern Comfort Hot Tubs. You're going to love it. Stick around. Cops rock. Right after the news, top of the hour. News Radio 840 WHAS. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.